hello, hello, hello. <laughs> All right, guys, before we start this episode, you know the tea, you know the coffee. Um, it's this week, this past week has been crazy. All right, so before we jump in, in this crazy fucking week, um, grab a cup of coffee, a cup of joe, a cup of java, a, a cup of tea, a cup of water if you want to be skinny like me, and let's just get into this next episode of A Little Sweetener. It's going to be a wild ride of me being depressed over everything. So yeah, let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome back to A Little Sweetener with your favorite host, Candido Torres. Um, wow. So like I said, um, this week has been just a roller coaster. Um, I go from having like two months of just being lit- literally like you, I can basically be non-existent and nothing would change. But I, I go from like just doing nothing with my life. Like my life is mundane. My life is boring and that's fine. You know, like, you know, it's okay to not add sweetener. Like, you know what? It's okay. It's fine. Sometimes there are some days where you don't want too much sugar. You know, you just want to be chill, you know, cause sugar for me makes me crazy. It makes me hyper. So there might be some days where I'm just like, you know what? Maybe I can go without coffee. Maybe I can go without it. I can live. You know what I'm saying? Do you get me? Do you understand me? <sighs> so like, you know, these two past, these past two months, I've just been very normal. I wouldn't say boring. I said boring, but they're not, they weren't boring. They were just very much like, you know, me taking the time for myself to really just reevaluate what I wanted with myself. And that's completely normal. Okay. Like it is perfectly fine for you to do that. Um, and then all of a sudden, God was just like, you know what? Let me just send, let me just like send a, th- a truck. Let me just send a truck and let me just let it like hit you really fucking hard out of the, out of thin air. So if you guys don't know, if you guys aren't following my Instagram, which if you don't already, you're missing out on nothing because I don't really post that much. Um, but <laughs> if you follow me and you saw my stories, um, literally last week, Okay, guys, let me, before I, like, just say what I had, let me give you a rundown. So last week, um, on Sunday, I was just, you know, chilling, minding my business, you know, getting ready for the week. Um, This week was basically going to be the last week of my freedom until I started my new job, which, by the way, I start tomorrow. So really excited about that. I got my computer set up. Well, not mine. It's the company's computer. I will not say what the company is just for the sake of, you know, privacy. But, you know, I got my computer set up and good to go. However, this week was supposed to be my week and it was supposed to be your week, sweet squad. Okay, I don't know what to name you guys. On my Instagram, on a little sweetener pod, which by the way, if you haven't followed that too, then like you need to go follow a little sweetener pod. Because if you're not a part of the little sweetener pod squad, then I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like, do you not have any sweetener in your life? I don't think so. Um, also, I don't know what to call you guys. I don't know. <laughs> Should I just not give you guys a name? I feel like, okay, this is, I don't know if this is copyrighted, but like, 
daddy gang. I was kind of inspired by that because like I am unoriginal, um, but I don't really, I don't really want to like copy. So sweet gang, sweet squad. <laughs> if you guys can give me like a name that you want to be called, then like, do you, let me know, you know, like, let me know what you want me to be, what you want me to call you. Like, what is your nickname? You know? Um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, right. My life turning upside down. So <laughs> last week I was just getting ready for the week. I was, you know, thinking about things to do. I was actually going to do makeup for somebody Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon or something. And then the rest of the week I was going to create content for this podcast and other stuff, makeup stuff. I have a makeup YouTube channel, by the way. I just wanted to plug everything in the beginning of this episode so that we all know that I'm like doing stuff now that I'm back uh, online. But like I said, God really just had different plans for me. He was like, you know what? I, I gave you all this time, all this downtime to just exist. And now you get to die. So what had happened was at night when I was getting ready to go to bed, I had this pain in my stomach and usually I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like it's a stomach ache or like, it's like a, like TMI bowel movement because I have a hernia. So like it becomes more noticeable, but unfortunately this excruciating pain that I assumed was just a natural like bodily function was not going away and was really like weirdly painful, like really painful. I had never really experienced this sort of pain before. It was, it's that type of pain that just never lets go. And like when I, I went to the hospital, when I described it to the people, when I had to go to the hospital for this pain, I was like, oh, it feels like someone's like literally like putting their hand through my stomach or my abdomen and just like crunching like everything with their hands. So yeah, spoiler alert. I went to the hospital. I go to the hospital I call 911 and then I go to the hospital. I can't really tell my story straight. And then I'm sitting there in the hospital in a hospital gown being like, oh, wow, this is really great. Like, oh my God. And at this point I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's just like a bowel blockage. Cause like I have a hernia. So I was like, okay, like putting the dot, connecting the dots. Maybe my booties just cannot let go of what it's holding onto. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I get some things checked. I get a CAT scan, you know, pretty cool. I was injected with like iodine and my body felt warm. It was kind of, it was a weird sensation. I felt so many sensations. I remember getting like pricked with an IV or something. I think it was like a antibiotic, like a general antibiotic for pain and stuff. I think, I don't remember, but like the nurse that did it, she was like, okay, I'm going to put it in and then let me know if you feel nauseous. And then I'm not kidding you guys. The moment she turned it on, I immediately get this feeling of nausea. I was like, okay, like I have to throw up, but like, I don't think I have to throw up because I don't, I literally have nothing in my system. I haven't eaten in like hours. And she was like, okay, like, let me just turn it down a bit. And I was like, oh my God, like the feeling went away. And honestly, guys, like, I got to see in anatomy, like I'm nowhere close to being like, I don't, I don't know anything about medical terms, but it is so fascinating how like our bodies work and like how things affect our bodies and how like 
just turning off or on a certain amount of like medicine being pumped into your body can affect how you feel in an instant, in an instant. She literally said, I'm turning on the medicine right now. And I immediately felt nausea. It was the most fascinating thing in the world. Like, I'm not kidding. That honestly added a little sweetener to my life. Cause I was like, wait, like, I didn't realize this was a thing. Like I've, I've never really like been to the hospital in that capacity before. So it was really interesting. Also, this is a gay thought. So I, I'm sorry to your straight listeners because I'm very gay. You might realize that as you listen to more episodes. Um, but there were a lot of hot men working. Why are the hot men working in hospitals? Why? Like, I'm like really shocked. I don't know what it is, but so many like attractive people work as like in the medical industry. And I find that like very intriguing. Like, why is that? You know, like, why is that? I don't mind. It makes things a lot better for me. But like, even the, even the girls, even the nurses, the female nurses were slaying. Like, I mean, they were very busy. So obviously like they can't really care about their appearances, but like everyone was just slaying. And I was just kind of confused about that because like, I always assume that like, I mean, I don't really know what to assume, <laughs> but I don't know. I was just kind of, in, I was intrigued by that. Cause like, I feel like so many people were just attractive. I don't know. Anyway, that's more like frivolous thinking. It's not really that serious because like, it doesn't really matter, but yeah. So anyways, <laughs> cut to the part where I'm, I've already been there for like four hours at this point. Okay. So I go into the hospital at two and then I wait and wait for hours. And by 6 PM or sorry, 6 AM, this was really early in the morning. A doctor goes into my room and he's like, Hey, so, um, this has nothing to do with your hernia. This is appendicitis. Um, so yeah, I had appendicitis last week. Um, I've always heard about appendicitis and I remember this book about this, I think it was like a Christian book or something about this boy in Texas who like, I forget the story, but like basically he had appendicitis and it was like really bad because like, I think he died or something during surgery because, you know, he was a little boy and he saw Jesus and Jesus like took him on a trip to heaven and stuff like that. I forgot what the book is called. But yeah, so I've heard about appendicitis before and like, I've always heard that like, it's kind of rare, not rare. It's a, it's a common thing, but like, I just, I never, I mean, I don't think I'm invincible. Don't get me wrong. Like the whole reason why I'm a homebody or not the whole reason, but like, oh, one of the main reasons why I'm a homebody is because I don't like being in pain. I don't like, I don't like the idea of like accidentally hurting myself or stuff like that. Um, but like, Obviously, I knew eventually my age was going to catch up to me and I was going to have something where I was going to need surgery for it, you know? So, like, I just, but I just never really expected to have appendicitis. You know what I'm saying? Do you understand me? It just never really occurred to me that, like, on the fucking night where I needed to go to bed so that way I can do makeup for somebody, 
by the way, if you're listening, I love you. And I hope your New York trip goes well. <laughs> Savannah, I love you. Um, I think it's just crazy how, like, it just happened. And now a week has already flown by. And, like, I am recovered. You know, my my scars, I guess, they haven't really healed up fully. But, like, you know, they're there. They're just chilling instead of rapids. Um... <laughs> But it was just so crazy. So let me, like, get into the details about the surgery. I'm not going to go into, like, the nitty-gritty, like, disgusting, like, bleh. Because I know that, like, not a lot of people can handle that, and that's perfectly fine. But what's interesting about this surgery was it wasn't, like, a full, like, they cut my stomach open and then, like, did the whole nine. Basically what they did is they, like, punctured a hole into my belly button. (laughs) And, like, they filled it up with gas. So they have this gas that's, like, apparently really safe to use for surgery. And they, like, use that to expand my cavity. Like, there's a cavity, obviously, in your stomach or chest. And then they use, they use like, these, like, robotic tongs to, like, play around with my guts and um, get to my appendix and then remove that appendix. So, yeah, kind of crazy. I do remember asking God to send me a man to, like, rearrange my guts but I don't remember asking for this. I think it was a misunderstanding. You know, I was like, listen, I like need a boyfriend, you know, and that's what boyfriends do. They rearrange your guts, but I didn't ask for, I didn't ask for this. You know It was a misunderstanding. (laughs) Like this, they, like they described it to me as like, they literally had to move around like certain parts of my like abdomen to get to my appendix. So like, I can't imagine the amount of flesh that they had to like rip apart and move around just to like get to my appendix. Anyways, sorry for all that imagery. I just, it's just so fascinating to me, guys. Like, I don't know if I'll get into like the whole thing now because I do want to talk about my recovery and stuff like that. But like, just the fact that like people can do this is so amazing to me. Like, there is a period of time where, like, if you had appendix, appendicitis, um, you were dead. You just, you just, there was no choice. Like, you were dead, babe. Sorry, call it a day. If you had the, a fucking cold, you would basically just be dead. You know, like, we live in a period of human society where, like, if you're sick, you don't die. Like, you have a good chance of surviving. I mean, there are areas of the world, don't get me wrong, that don't necessarily have that privilege. Um, but like a, a majority of people do. And like, that's wonderful. And I hope that someday, like there won't ever be, you know, people that can access, you know, immediate medical care, you know? So I just, I also wanted to shout out like all, all the people that took care of me and, you know, really like <sighs> made sure that I was okay. Cause I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like being in the hospital was somewhat triggering for me. Um, I had some personal experiences that did not necessarily give me a good idea of like what being in a hospital was going to be like. So um, it was kind of hard being in the hospital and then leaving. Um, I went to my aunt's house because she was like, you don't have a couch and you're going to need like comfortable places to sit. And I was like, so true, bestie. Let's slumber party. Like, yes. And I had, like, probably three breakdowns at my aunt's house, very quietly, very, like, secretly. But 
and I don't usually like, I haven't actually cried in a while, but like I had full like cries. Like I think Monday I cried cause like I was just miserable. Like I had just come out of surgery basically. And like my body just hurt. Even lifting my body up with my arms was like, it was so odd. Like the pain, like le- I, I couldn't do it. Like I legitimately could not pull myself out of like anywhere that I was sitting. So when I sat down, I was there for the long haul. And so like back to my cryings, um, I, I typically like cry, but like I've been good about not crying lately just because like a lot of the issues that I deal with don't necess- don't really necess- necessitate, you know, tears. Um, they mostly just necessitate a logical head, which I also do lack that, but you know, that's besides the point. So it was just really hard, like coming out of the hospital and like all of it kind of experiencing all of that all at once was kind of a lot. Cause like my life had basically been like so mundane and just like very normal. And I'd never really experienced that. And even with the hernia, like even though the hernia sucked ass, it w- it's mostly benign. And like, there's no, there's not really much pain unless I'm heavying, I'm heavying. Oh my God. I'm carrying like really heavy stuff, which is why I had to leave like physical work. But like for the most part, even if I exercise with like light weights, like five, eight pound weights, it's totally like fine. Whereas like this was excruciating. And I would even say like the surgery or the recovery afterwards was worse than the actual appendicitis itself. Which, to be fair, I basically caught it right as it was starting, like, right as it was, if I had given it, like, another day or two, it probably would have, you know, erupted, or what's the word they used? They didn't use explode, but they used, like, a different term to, like, mean that it, I forgot what the other word is. Anyway. So yeah, that, wow. <laughs> it's already been a week. Like, that's the crazy thing is that time goes by so fast. Um, so on Monday and Tuesday, I just had major breakdowns. Like, it it was a lot. And then, like, the rest of the week pr- went pretty well. Like, I spent the, wet, the week basically just, like, watching movies. I edited, I edited a new YouTube video. Um, just, like, making sure that I did something while I was resting because usually like when I'm sick, I don't really like to do work, but I just, I don't know. I kind of wanted to do something because I had already planned for last week to be like the week where I create content, you know, for the pod and for other aspects of my creativity mission. Um, So I just kind of wanted to, I, I wanted to like, you know, show up for myself because I I had already like put my mind to it. So I was just like, let's just, let's just do something, you know? So yeah, it's kind of crazy. (laughs) Um, so my recovery, I guess has been a success. I'm able to walk around now with no problem. I still have to be somewhat careful and I can't like do any strenuous activity for another like two to three weeks. I guess, because I've already, like, recovered really quickly. I've done some research, and apparently, like, it usually takes people even longer to get back into, like, walking and stuff. But I'm already, like, being able to bend over, like, pick things up. I'm, you know, very slowly, of course. Excuse me. 
very slowly, of course, and like being very careful to not rip open one of my wounds. But, you know, I'm able to just go back into it. And I've always kind of been like that. I don't like being impaired. I want to be able to move. So I think by like the second or third week, I should be back to normal, mostly. And anyways, I've always wanted to lose weight and I've already, I was already planning on like exercising and like going back into that. So like, I really don't want this to hinder me any further just cause, all right, let's get into the other topic of this episode because Jesus Christ, y'all, I, I legitimately like, okay. So like I said, like, like I'll probably always say, if you know me, you know that I'm thick. All right. You know that I'm kind of thick. I'm kind of fat, <laughs> thicky fat. Um, and I've been pretty thick for the past couple years. And I think it's all starting to come to a head now that like me being overweight is not really the best mixture. So back during when I was getting my surgery, when I was in the hospital, I asked, you know, before I got my surgery, do you think that to the doctors, do you think that me being overweight will make the surgery harder? And the doctors were like, no, no problem. It's so perfectly fine. And even the doctor that was like, that told me that I had appendicitis was like, oh, it's totally fine. We just love to eat. And I was like, okay, yeah, I do. But like, I don't give up. I don't care. Like if me being overweight is going to cause an issue, then like, I know I can't change it now, obviously. But like, if something like this were to ever happen again, I want to lose weight. So that way, like, I don't feel... So blah. I don't know. I think that me being overweight did make an impact because I feel like I have all this extra weight that I'm carrying on top of healing the wounds, you know, that are literally on top of my like stomach fold. (laughs) So it's like if I was skinny or if I was just 30, 40 pounds lighter, I wouldn't have all this extra weight pushing down on my abdomen. You know what I'm saying? I would just, you know, it wouldn't be as much of an issue. Whereas, like, I'm quite the heifer. So I feel like I have a lot of extra weight pushing down, not only on my hernia, that was already an issue in the first place, but also my wounds. So then I got my surgery, and then I wake up from the surgery, bring, got bring back, got brought back, got bring back, I can't speak English, to my room and then I fall asleep again because I'm like pooped out my fucking like pooped and then I wake up and then I go check on my wounds and they're they're bleeding obviously because I basically just had surgery like five hours ago at this point and I'm like damn I am really big (laughs) granted okay granted they did feel they, they I still had plenty of gas in me from the surgery Because unfortunately, they don't, they can't really like pull too much out from you once they give you that gas. Um, So like, you have to basically expel it yourself over the course of a week, which is what I did, Um, mainly via burping. Um, uh, And the other gas expellent, I'm not going to say what it is. Um, But it was also very unpleasant, just because like, during the week last week, if I were to eat even just, I don't, I don't even think eat. If I were to just drink water, I would go from like not having anything in my stomach to feeling like 
I just gained like 50 pounds because of just like how much gas there was in my body that like even the smallest amount of stuff in my stomach would make my stomach just bloat. And it was so uncomfortable, especially since the last like three weeks, I was working so hard on like eating small portions. So that way I wasn't bloating because that was my whole issue. Like back in 2021, I would eat so much that like my stomach would be bulging to the point where I couldn't walk. I don't know what the fuck I was like, what type of crack I was on in 2021, but I was just a foodie. Like I was a foodie to the worst degree. Like it was so bad. So yeah, I I worked really hard to like, you know, make sure that I was eating reasonable amounts of food or even smaller portions. So that way I wouldn't wake up feeling like a fucking pig, but also throughout the day, I wouldn't, you know, think that I was a fucking pig. Like I would not only wake up morning skinty, but just be skinty and maintain that skintiness throughout the day, you know, because I am tired of like being fat. Okay. So yeah, that's basically it. Um, and I think it's just frustrating. I don't know. Cause like, I feel like also like, it's really hard to kind of decide whether or not it was really hard on deciding whether or not I wanted to keep being overweight and keep, or change that because like, not to like expose my family because I love my family. Don't get me wrong, but we're all kind of big. You know what I'm saying? Like there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. I just want to say this. We're cuddly. Okay. We're big and cuddly, but I did personally grow up being very skinny. I, you know, I was kind of a thick, you know, kid and I was, I was kind of like a normal size baby, but like I was kind of a big kid because my main diet was McDonald's. But like when I was like 10 up, I was very skinny, just very, very skinny at a very healthy weight. Not very, very skinny. Yeah. Like at a very healthy weight. Um, There was one point where I was just kind of like fluffy, like in between eighth and ninth grade. And then uh, I think in like junior year, I decided to like exercise more. I don't know what came over me. I was just like, let me exercise. Like, let me like lift some weights. So I got, I got physical and I kind of went from being like skinny fat to being like skinty with a little bit of muscle, with a little bit of muffle, (laughs) a little bit of muscle definition. Um, And I kind of enjoyed that. I think I, I kind of want to go back to that body, but I know that like, it's going to take forever because I've stretched out my skin for so long. And wow, it's so crazy to think about, like things have changed so much over the past couple of years, but yeah, so I, <laughs> I know it's going to be a lot of work because I, I talk about this a lot, you know, cause like, I feel like people's weight is like a big topic, you know, like with the fat people movement, the fat people movement, the fat movement, you know, and then like they're, they're anti, the anti-fat movement. I don't really know. It's just a really interesting dilemma, especially when, you know, like, I feel like society as well is not 
really capable of like accepting fat people. And I know it's really like, I don't want this, I don't know, because like I used to be like when I was in my modeling phase, I used to really like, you know, be like, oh, I'm a plus size model. Like I want to be like plus size representation. And like, I do think that's positive. And I, I really wanted to do that. But at the same time, like, I, I don't think I ever really liked being plus size. I don't think I ever really wanted to be plus size. I think it was a lot easier for me when I wasn't too 60 and I wasn't carrying all this weight. Because when I repped myself as being plus size, I was just like 200 pounds, I think, which was, in, which was not like anything bad by any means. Yes, I couldn't necessarily fit into like all the clothes, but like I could still pull it off. You know, I could still be, a, you, could re, you could still see me being a model. You know, like it wasn't really that far-fetched. But like now that I'm like noticeably bigger, it's like harder to convince people that like, I have modeling training and like, I can be a model if you want me to. Like, if you want to put me in something and walk me down a runway, I am fully capable of doing that. But it's just that like, I have a double chin now <laughs> that's noticeable. I, you know, have a body that's like pretty much triple XL at this point. I dress myself very well, so it doesn't really look like that. And I always dress like black clothing, so it doesn't really look like that. But like, it just sucks, you know? And like, it, it kind of, that sort of like trauma really re-arose in me when I went to the hospital because I kind of managed to just like ignore it and just like kind of put it under the rug. But then when I went to the hospital and like experienced this really painful experience just out of the blue, I kind of realized that like, oh shit, like I need to lose weight. <laughs> and not only was it just the surgery, but it was also reading the notes afterward like a few days later, because I think they have like a, like a website, like a portal that you can like see the notes. And literally in every single nurse's note, every single doctor's note, there was, I think, two or three, uh, you know, things that I was experiencing during my visit. One, appendicitis, obviously. Two, um, a symptom that comes with appendicitis that like affects your blood. And then three... They said that I had morbid obesity. <laughs> morbid. Not like, oh, he's fat. Not like, oh, like, he's like, he needs to eat like an apple every once in a while. It was like morbid. Like you need to like lose weight basically yesterday. And I was just like, oh. Um, I heard that. <laughs> heard that, sis. Like huh, okay, wow, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. So, yeah, that's basically how my week went. Um, yeah, so for anybody out there that's listening right now that may kind of, that probably relates to how I'm feeling, just know that like, if you are feeling a sort of way about your body, you're still beautiful regardless. And like, there will be people that tell you like, 
you're just not beautiful full stop. But like, I will be the first to tell you that like, you don't necessarily have to be skinny or a certain body type in particular in order to be loved, in order to be love itself, in order to be a positive influence. Because like, like I said before, you know, I wanted to be representation for other people. I wanted to show other people that like, you can be in a positive position in a normally hateful industry, a normally destructive and sometimes horrible industry and still be able to make something out of it. You know, even though you weren't necessarily what the industry wanted, you can still give what people want. That was kind of what I was wanting to go into modeling for. And like, yeah, like I love fashion personally and I love production. I love runway. Um, my love of production comes from, the, you know, the musical theater, from the theater. I just love production. It's just amazing. And I think that like when you blend fashion and like runway and putting music with it, 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 it can be a really amazing experience. And that's what I wanted to be a part of, you know. And that's why I'm still pursuing things like makeup and, you know, YouTube and even my podcast is so that way I can like still infuse or imbue my own personal like sweetener into your everyday life. Because I just really feel like there's going to be so many things that are going to be thrown your way, but you just can't forget to be your true authentic self and to be your, to be just like un, just like you indomitably happy because I feel like the only way that I got through this, even though it was just a minor surgery, like appendicitis happens to a lot of people. I legitimately was like super scared. But it was because of like my family and my friends that reached out to me during that time. And because of like memes and because of like, you know, funny jokes that my friends told me and because of like, just me like reminding myself that like, this is not what's gonna like take me down because appendicitis can kill you. I just want to remind you, I did say that it's common, but it can kill you, you know, and like, even sometimes during surgery, like surgery complications do happen and they happen very often. But I just knew in my heart of hearts that like this wasn't one, this was not going to do me in because like you can't get rid of Candido Torres. Like I'm here to add sweetener and you can't take that from me, hunty. Okay. So like, just let this be a reminder that like you, dear listener, can really overcome anything that's thrown your way. You can like stand up and imbue yourself in an industry that may not want you and still be successful because it's not what the industry wants, but it's what the people want. Okay. Like, and get it and like, take it from me. Like, I feel like a lot of people in my area have chewed me up and spit me out, but I'm still here. Like I'm still here slaying the motherfucking game and just like minding my own business. Honestly, that's what we all need. <laughs> That's what we all need sometimes. But yeah, so that has been my recovery story from appendicitis, from an appendectomy. The next episode um, will probably feature a very special guest. 
She is a model. She is a queen. She is a slayer of slays. Um, I won't say what her name is, but here's a hint. Her hair has red highlights. See you guys soon. And don't forget to add a little sweetener to your life. Bye.